we are cruising through these Hockey East Arena reviews, and we have another one for you. This time, it is Aganis Arena, home of the Boston University Terriers. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 49 of High Character. We have another arena a review coming for you guys. This time it is at Gannis Arena, home of the Boston University Terriers. My name is Cameron, and I am joined by my good pal, Evan. Evan, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well. I think this is going to be a bit more of an upbeat episode, considering the previous doom and gloom that we've been dishing out on the pod. But I think uh, I'm definitely ready to get into it because sometimes a vibe switch is all you need to get everything going in the right direction again. Yeah, absolutely. We got the song back. We're feeling better. We uh, honestly, after we after we stopped recording that recap episode, we felt a little bit better just to get some stuff off our chest. Yeah. So the vibes are back uh, again. This is pretty legit arena. So I think we're both excited to talk about it. Yeah, 100 percent. I mean, not going to spoil any of the scores or anything, but um. This this was definitely one of the one of the upper echelon arenas that we've that we've taken a look at. I mean, just there's just something to be said about. I mean, we think about Daddy's Money and we think of BU all the time. You know, like all those all those sorts of schools. But this one, they they put that money to good use. You know what I mean? This is a really really top level uh, arena to go and watch a game. So I'm definitely looking to get into this. All right. So uh, as always, we will start off with a little um, couple facts about the arena. It opened in 2005, so not too long ago compared to the other arenas we've been talking about. Uh, the cost was $225 million, but that's including the entire John Hancock Student Village that surrounds the arena um, where they have their gym and their uh, big pool and everything like that. Um, its hockey capacity is 6150 so kind of that perfect sweet spot for Hockey East and college hockey. Um, it is named after Harry Aganis. He played football and baseball for BU, and he also played for the Boston Red Sox, which is actually pretty cool. Uh, it replaced Walter Brown Arena, their old arena. The uh, BU women's hockey team still plays there right now. Basketball team for BU used to play there until 2015, and now they play all of their games elsewhere. It was built on the location of the former Commonwealth Armory, and another little fun fact, it has hosted a lot of things, concerts and stuff like that, including appearances by both Barack Obama and Dave Chappelle. So Jeez. some interesting facts there about Aganis. Yeah, that was a lot of stuff for me to take in because I haven't heard any of those before you just said them right now. And there's there's definitely a lot of cool things that you just kind of ripped off there in that, in that little section. Like, I think like the whole student village, like that whole complex is kind of sick. Like whenever you walk past it, I feel like it's kind of like, even though you're kind of in the middle of the city and it doesn't really feel like a whole like isolated, not, not an isolated campus, but like, you know, kind of like UMass vibes where, you know, you get the whole college town thing. You really don't get that at BU, but it, it seems like it kind of just works out anyway. Like the surrounding area is really cool. I thought it was really interesting that they named the, the arena after a football and a baseball star. And yet <laughs> neither of those sports are played in that arena. That kind of a little weird to me. I mean, it just kind of seems like you would kind of name an arena with a, a really important figure from the specific sports that you're playing in that arena but I digress it's still really cool regardless so yeah I think that's some really cool history that we got going on there yeah that that confused me a little bit too when I first read that but 
it is what it is. He's uh, obviously a very important figure in the BU community. So, all right. So like we normally do, we have our five categories to rate again, a Serena on first one atmosphere slash fans. That's out of 10 neighborhood slash access. That's out of 10 concessions out of 10 bang for your buck out of five and extras out of five. So we will jump right into it with atmosphere slash fans. And uh, if you go to a game at a Gannis Arena, it's pretty, I don't want to say typical experience in terms of the fans and atmosphere. I'd say probably upper half in terms of um, how loud it can get in there, how into it the fans are. The, the few times that I've been there, at least it seemed pretty good to me. Yeah, no, I, I honestly, I mean, another spoiler alert, a little bit of a disclaimer, wasn't able to go to the game on Saturday. And we had a little bit of a beef on Twitter regarding that when I said that I was going to the basketball game, and you were going to the hockey game. But um, yeah, judging off of when I went a couple of years ago, it was a really nice atmosphere. And, you know, from what I remember, I think this was might have been last year. I don't actually remember off the top of my head, but we've def- I've definitely been there a couple of times and I've never really had a an overall bad arena experience. I think I might have seen a couple of ties and like shootout losses in that building. So I'm going to have a negative opinion on those, but from a purely objective kind of atmosphere and fan standpoint, I think the place is really nice. Like, like you said earlier, I think kind of the, uh, the sizing of the arena is really, really like good for the amount of people that they draw in with every game. So I feel like they have a lot of positive things kind of working in their favor and, you know, just overall their, their fans are rather engaged. I mean, you, you do tend to see, I don't know, maybe this is just, you know, bias on my part, but I've definitely seen more drunk people at those games than I feel like in a lot of other kind of, I guess, arenas. But I think we can kind of attribute that to the fact that there's metric crap tons of public transport in the area. So it's not like you really have to have a designated driver to get home. I feel like, you know, people can kind of let loose a little bit more in that building and get a bit more rowdy. So, yeah, I think it's really solid. Yeah, it's not. um, It's kind of a weird combination from what I saw last Saturday. It's kind of a mix between passionate fans and everybody has a jersey and they're cheering loud and like a cross with that corporate world like people um, having gone to work and coming to the game Uh, at least what I've noticed it kind of seems like a split of the two but it does get decently loud and a part of the actual structure of the arena that helps is the seats are super steep all around so it really traps in that sound and makes it feel really loud in there so Overall, uh, very good atmosphere, I thought. And just for that, I gave it seven points and Evan gave it eight points. So comparatively in Hockey East, pretty pretty damn solid. Yeah, extremely solid. All right. So the next section we want to talk about is neighborhood slash access. And in my opinion, this is where, again, this arena really shines. I've been excited to do this arena review for a while now just to talk about this aspect of it. Um, it's in a great location. Obviously it's in Boston, right on Commonwealth Ave. So right off the green line, um, some awesome places around it. You might've seen me tweet about it over the weekend, raising canes, uh, chicken, chicken tender and French fry place. Uh, not many in the Northeast, but there is one literally right next to the arena. And I just can't wait for this game every year to get to go to canes before and then go to the game. It's one of my highlights of the season for sure. There's a Taco Bell cantina right there. A couple other good uh, bars and restaurants and stuff. It just, it seems like this atmosphere can't be beaten. On top of that, um, if you get there early enough, there's always street parking on Commonwealth Ave. So um, just positives everywhere for this category. Yeah, I think you put it perfectly. I mean, you definitely tend to get a bump in your neighborhood and access whenever you're in a major city. It just kind of always works out that way. I feel like just knowing that there's stuff to do before and after the game. I mean, granted, 
you, are you really going to do that much stuff after a hockey game? I mean, it's probably already getting late. You're probably going to go back home. But I mean, just before the game, I mean, there's a bunch of bars in the area. There's a bunch of places to get food. You don't have to rely on the concessions, even though we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the concessions. They're really not that bad in the grand scheme of things. So, I mean, this place is just super solid. I think the access, I think, is a little bit better than the neighborhood. I still think the neighborhood's elite, but I mean, the access is just, it can't be beat. Like being able to go on the green line and within a solid 30 minute, you know, train ride, you're literally within every other major, you know, line, orange line, green line, red line, blue line, and the silver line, you know, if you're a commuter rail, if you're rocking with that as well. I mean, you got ways to get to this building. You know, if you live even in the remote greater Boston area, you'll, you'll be able to find a way to, to get into the, to this arena, especially if you want to support UMass during away games. It's one of the few arenas in hockey East that you can legitimately fly to and just get public <laughs> transportation there. If you wanted to, Yeah. Um, I mentioned the parking. If you, uh, if you don't get there early enough and there's no parking on the street, um, you could always go uh, past the arena a little ways, or there is a garage that you can pay for um, countless ways to get there. You could walk if you're in the city. So um, everything considered, this will probably be the only time that this happens in this series. We both gave neighborhood slash access a 10 out of 10. I think it can't really be beat. It's elite. There's no other way to say it. Like if we were playing NHL and like we were doing like a draft that that's high franchise potential right there. Like they're, they're killing it. You know, they are just doing, doing the, the most that they possibly can in that, in that aspect. So fair play to them. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll definitely help their, their final score in the end, as you'll see, but the next section we have is concessions and um, overall pretty solid. Uh, I, I actually walked around and took photos of all the concession boards for Evan to see it so he could see the updated things. So he'll be knowledgeable about this, but a mm-hmm. um, couple of different types of stands. They have your classic concessions. They have pizza stand, they have ice cream. Um, so good amount of selections. The prices can vary. Some of the items are, cheap for a sporting venue some of them are expensive for a sporting venue they got a good amount of alcohol choices so uh pretty pretty solid choices yeah i mean i'm kind of i'm taking a gander through all the pictures that you sent and i mean i feel like it's a little bit tough to objectively rate these things at least in my department because i haven't actually seen the food like obviously portions got to play into it i wasn't able to eat any of it so i mean you can you can have three dollar food and if it tastes like garbage it's kind of a moot point so i mean I can't, I can't be the most knowledgeable in this, in this aspect, but they have quite a decent selection. I mean, they got a little pizza place area. They call it North end pizza and they're not even remotely close to the North end, which I think is a little interesting, but you know, you get chicken fingers and fries for 12 bucks. You add on, you know, four, $4 and 25 cents soda. You're, you're, you're in a decent, you know, area. And I mean, they got some gluten-free stuff. I guess if you're into that, you know, if you're really trying to watch the gluten stuff, they got gluten-free beer and gluten-free hot dogs. So enjoy you know what i mean if that's your thing that's they can definitely accommodate they can accommodate you in in that respect so i think overall it's not too bad but again i mean the beer prices 10 bucks for a domestic beer 11 bucks for a premium beer i'm assuming that's like a 16 ounce can that's basically mullen center prices and we tend to roast mullins for those prices so i mean i feel like they kind of deserve to get a little bit of flack for that but yeah i think overall it's still quite decent yeah, and uh, one thing I noticed there were there's enough stands around the the um, outer bowl there that there are no lines during intermission if you want to get some food, which is always nice. Another thing that kind of plays into this, there is uh, their school store of sorts. They have a lot of different offerings, including replica hockey jerseys, which are a sensitive topic once, but not really anymore. UMass does offer those now, so. 
Um, always nice to see an arena offering those as well. Based on all this, we both gave it a seven out of 10. So pretty solid, all things considered. Certainly. All right. The next category we have is bang for your buck um, is what you paid for your game experience, really worth it. And I had a little bit different circumstance. I actually got a, a group ticket for this game. So it only cost me $10, which is an absolute steal. If you were to go onto BU's schedule and just purchase a ticket for yourself, it would cost you between $25 and $27 before fees. Um, and that being before fees, that's a little bit pricey. Um, you do get, again, to, to go to a game in the city. Um, you might not have to pay for your parking that you might have to pay for somewhere else. Um, you'll see a good solid hockey team with a good atmosphere. So overall, I think um, what you get for spending a little bit more is definitely pretty good. I don't know if you feel the same. Yeah, I definitely agree. But I mean, just in the in the most simplistic terms, I mean, bang for your buck is basically price. And I mean, you're paying 25 to 27, you said, and that's before fees. You don't, I mean, everybody's talking about Ticketmaster in the past couple of days. So, I mean, we that know that's their fees. seller too. That's what I'm saying. I mean, everybody's <laughs> roasting Ticketmaster nowadays. Uh, so, if all you Taylor Swift people are watching, my condolences, really tough stuff. But yeah, I mean, overall, it's just, I, I wouldn't call it the best bang for your buck if you're paying that much for, for a college hockey game. I mean, when we're looking at other arenas and like I'm looking at other scores that we gave, you look at the XL Center, they were dishing out tickets for 12 bucks. You know what I mean? That That's deserving of a really solid score. That That is, you know, they deserve that. So, I mean, as much as we can gush about other, you know, really good parts about Aganis and how well they did, I think if they're going to lose any sort of points, it's going to be right here. So I didn't, I didn't really give them as great of a score. Yeah. So Evan gave them a two out of five. I gave it a four out of five. Um, I was able to get my ticket for $10. If you, uh, if you have that opportunity to get group tickets for this arena, it's definitely worth that price uh, per ticket. So yeah, just um, roll the squad of 20 people deep and you'll be good. You know, just, just make sure you do that at every game and you'll get hey, amazingly cheap tickets. Hey, five, maybe we'll five out of five. Maybe we'll organize that for the next game in January at, at Aganis. <sighs> Let's I feel like go. we could probably we'll pull something together like a little that. high character road trip. I like that idea. I uh, tea trip for us. But... Well, yeah, very true. Very true. <laughs> I actually think we should add that to our list of things to do. That would be pretty yeah. sick. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> All right. So the final category we have is extras. Just anything that puts this arena over the top that you just really like enhance your experience at the game and compared to other arenas, this one really had a lot. Um, it made me actually really jealous as a UMass fan, seeing all the things they have around the concourse. So if you, if you are to do a lap, you can see all different kinds of things. There's a carriers in the NHL wall where it's a, a framed NHL Jersey from all the players from BU that are playing in the NHL, which you love to see. There's a wall that has a, um, little hockey puck dedicated to every hockey Olympian that's played for BU. Um, there is a hockey all American wall that has anybody that's ever been a hockey all American and then the hockey hall of fame wall as well. So just a lot of, a lot of celebrating the program history. And also in the, um, the main entryway that you walk in to get your ticket scan, there's some, some murals painted on the wall of BU hockey legends. So they're just really embracing their hockey history. And I love to see it. I wish Mullins would do the same and kind of embrace that, that history. Yeah. I don't want to open up this can of worms because I feel like people have discussed this already on Twitter and they kind of have their own opinions on it, but I definitely think, I mean, sprucing up the kind of the Mullins center concourse with some, you know, I guess memorabilia of our current NHL alums, I think would be huge. Like, I know, like I said, people have their opinions. People think, you know, maybe it's not, it's not worth it in some cases, but, 
I love it personally. I think it's super cool. I think it really kind of like, for example, I'm going to bring up Excel Center again for UConn. Like when I go around the Excel Center in UConn, like I don't think it's a UConn arena because frankly, it isn't. You know what I mean? They're renting out the space. They have their own issues with it. And that's why they're doing it. But when you hop into a Gannis, you know, that's BU's arena, you know, BU's kind of branding and everything is plastered all over everything. You, you understand kind of their history and their, I don't want to say pedigree, but I mean, realistically, I mean, that's what they got. You know, they are a very, very prestigious, you know, hockey program. That's just the way it is. I mean, obviously UMass is going to get to that point, you know, we're trending in the right direction, but you can't deny BU is one of the top dogs right now, both figuratively and physically because their mascot is a dog. So I think, I think definitely the concourse is huge. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess we mentioned it with the whole concession section, but their, their team store is huge. You know what I mean? It's really cool being able to get um, overall, you know, like branded merch and stuff like that for, for their uh, hockey jerseys. But I don't know if you mentioned this, um, but I think it's super interesting. I remember I was at a game a couple years ago and for their student section, they had a thing where like, if you go to, I think every single like, hockey game as a student you get a free jersey at the end of the year like that's they, nuts they still have the same promotion going and it's if you go to eight games you get a free jersey <laughs> dude it's, i would have literally if, if if i if we did that at mullins and i started back my freshman year i probably would have had about 15 jerseys right about now like yeah that's freaking ridiculous dude like if we could pull that off man like there would be a lot of jerseys in that crowd and it would be going to some pretty damn deserving people so I don't know. I'm not trying to, you know, get UMass marketing and fan experience to, you know, conjure up some ideas, but I'm just saying other universities are doing it and it's pretty damn cool. So I really like it. I think that can go into this column. That is a awesome, awesome uh, giveaway there. If you go to eight games, another thing too, um, their, their presentation for the game is pretty awesome. The uh, BU team skated out to the, um, Edwin Diaz song his the from the Mets his entrance song with the trumpets uh which really set the vibes it was pretty cool so overall it's really awesome I think the only place where I dinged it slightly is once you actually go into the seating bowl I thought it was a little bit bland in there besides the the banners but other than that there's really not much to complain about because of that I gave it a four out of five and Evan also gave it a four out of five yeah and that's an extremely respectable score and it's completely deserved as well I mean I feel like, like, if you're trying to get a five out of five, I feel like, like you said, if you kind of spruce up the kind of like the seating areas and, you know, maybe you kind of upgrade that a little bit, I think, I think you're looking at a five territory, but mm-hmm. I think a four is still extremely solid and completely deserved. So overall, man, this is quite the arena. You know what yeah. I mean? One more thing I forgot to mention, every seat in the bowl is padded, which obviously is a plus. That is huge. So uh, after tallying everything up, our final scores come out to, I gave it a 32 out of 40 and Evan gave it a 31 out of 40. That is the first time an arena has cracked 30 uh, out of all the ones we reviewed for either of us. So shattering the record high score. So as, as it stands right now, we both have a Gannis arena home of BU as the number one hockey East arena that we've looked at so far. Yeah. And I mean, if you were to ask me like before we kind of started doing these arena reviews, what I would have given a Gannis, that sounds about right. I feel like my, my, opinion hasn't you know completely changed from when we kind of first visualized doing these episodes so I think I'm kind of staying true to my vision with kind of where I think these schools belong so yeah again wicked solid arena you know as much as it sucks to be you 
I think if you go to BU, you're going to see some pretty, some pretty solid, you know, arena circumstances whenever you go to the games. I think they're pretty solid. Yeah, and you're going to get yourself a handful of hockey jerseys too. So yeah, for real, pretty sick. All right, so uh, yeah, that's everything that we had for for this one. Um, Not sure yet if Evan is heading to New Hampshire for the game on Friday. If he does, we'll have an arena review for that. But if not, it'll be the next arena review will be. forget what it's called is it like S- the, the ssc arena or something yeah, like that? yeah in belfast that is Ooh. rapidly coming up just about a week away so oh um we are so pumped for that you'll definitely get an arena review for that one uh but other than that we'll have our um we will have our game preview for new hampshire up right after this episode so stay on the lookout for that and also a little shameless plug we have just released uh our new website it is called high character apparel we made 10 custom unique designs based around high character as a podcast and the hockey program. So um, we'd love it. If you guys could check that out, just go high character.myshopify.com. That is our website. You can find our shirts there. We worked super hard on this, some long hours. So we'd really appreciate it if you could check it out and we'll be having a, uh, a black Friday sale coming up for some too. So uh, get some holiday shopping in check out those cool designs. We'd really appreciate it. But other than that, again, thank you guys for listening. Episode 50 is the next one. Can't believe we're already there. Uh, and go UMass. Go UMass. Take care, everybody. And check out some merch. And Raising Cane, sponsor us. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.